again for Rants of the Week with your host, your uh, rant shaman, leading you on this spiritual self-discovery of things that you hate and things that you don't hate and all that, all that fun stuff. Brett and uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, day late and a dollar short. Uh, I apologize for being a little late on this. Um, I actually honestly couldn't find my little speaker deal that I use to record. Um, so, it is what it is. Um, yeah, so let's, uh, let's just kind of get right into it, shall we? Um, I think this week we're going to talk about, uh, uh, people, um, like, basically Europeans and anybody who wants to, uh, wants to make fun of America for, for its problems. Um, so not just, you know, not just Europeans, but obviously, like, anybody from anywhere that just wants to talk trash about the U.S. in general, and not even coming from, like, a nationalistic, like, patriotic, um, place, just, uh, just like I've said before, I enjoy a good irony, and so, um, you know, gonna get a, gonna get a good irony out of this, hopefully. That'll be the first one. The second one is going to be, uh, I think we should talk about, um, talk a little bit about, uh, uh, the president is, wants to do a fireside chat type thing where he talks about uh, his phone call. He wants to read his phone call in a fireside chat, um, style. Uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, you know, I, I'm literally at a loss for words right now with the amount of stupid that, that is going on with that. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so we, We'll, 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 uh, hopefully we can enjoy that one. Um, yeah, and so, uh, so I think the last one will be, um, what is it, uh, the, the food drone delivery or the, the delivery via drone, um, um, yeah, talk about drones and drone delivery systems and that kind of stuff. Um, that could be could be fun. It's because it's it's up there. It's pretty it's pretty stupid. So <laughs> let's uh, let's get right into it. This is again Brett with Rants of the Week. Here we go. So, yeah, let's, um, 
let's start overseas first. So basically, if you're somebody from, say, Spain or England, especially England with all the bullshit going on in England with Brexit and... <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Um, you know, France... Uh, let's see, who else do we got? Um, basically any power from the 1600s until about the late 1700s, I suppose, mid-1800s. So if you were a power then, so, um, yeah. And you, you say anything about electing, you know, especially if you're German. If you're German, you talk shit about electing uh, this president or having any kind of problems. Like, you, you have absolutely no room to talk about anything. If you're British, you ruined the world, essentially. Um, created caste systems globally that in some places still haven't been fixed, turned the Middle East even into, into a, like, an even shittier place. Um, Africa, France, I think, what, what is it? Uh, Denmark? Nor Norway? No. No, 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 no. Who was it? Mm, can't remember. Doesn't matter, actually. Um, basically making France or Africa into what it is today, just ruining, ruining an entire continent with like trade and the slave trade being a part of that and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and, and then you get the gall, these people have the gall to say, oh, well, you know, we did this in our young, that was when we were a young country or something. And it's like, all right, well, Europe has its fair share of problems. Like, Spain elected a fascist dictator into power until, what is it, when did Franco die? In the end of the 70s? What What room... Do these people have to talk trash about anything on a global scale? Oh, America's messing with China. Yeah, you know who messed with China first? That would be England, depending on how uh, how far back you want to go. Um, you know, it's just the ironies are so rich with any European saying anything. Now, I will say, if a South American were to say uh, something negative about America, I'd be like, yeah, all right, you got, you got a leg to stand on. We kind of, you know, America kind of <laughs> made some mistakes in South America. So that is definitely a fair critique from them. But... For a European to say anything is just too much, too much. It cracks me up, blows me away, you know, or, or you get the like, oh, well, you know, uh, health care. Oh, we have, we have free health care in our country and we have, you know, we have things figured out and, 
you guys just can't figure anything out. Um, well, you know, like Norway subsidizes its healthcare with um, by by fracking oil. Um, you know, like there's just so many problems with that. Like it's it's great that a small ass country that has great natural natural resources can can destroy the environment to help people continue destroy the environment basically <laughs> like it's just it makes no sense it makes no sense why like how how do these people feel superior and then when people compare us to them it's like it's two separate situations it's two separate cultures you know if if culturally we were similar in in you know not not necessarily england but we're just very different as countries with very different like our cultures are very different you know everybody else you know wants to talk about wants to talk a big game about anything positive but then they they ignore the the fact that similar things are happening in their countries i mean you've got fascist or neo-nazi whatever you want to call them supporters in in europe uh, germany is the country that started you know two world wars more or less um now world war one's a little different uh treaties got us got us world war one that was a lot of a lot of learning had to occur for that to uh for that to take place um um so yeah there's there is, there is that, uh, what's his name? Oh, this is going to upset me now. Um, Princep, I think it's Gravalo Princep or something like that, the guy who shot the Archduke. Um, a name that really nobody really remembers, even though he is one of the, you know, one of the catalysts to World War One. Um, oh, yeah, there you go. So you got a group of people. The What was Princep? Princep was um, a Serb, I believe. He was Serbian. Um, yeah. Yeah, look at that. Look at that region. The, I think it's what is it, the Balkans or something like that. Croatia, Serbia, Slovenia. Um, basically east of Italy uh, in the Adriatic. Um, Serbia, which all used to be Yugoslavia, which got broken up after World War I. Um, those people were just going wild, killing each other. You had the Greek Revolution, at, I think it was right after World War II. Um, so it, it's just, you know, 
I, it's to me, I would, I would venture so far, far to say, again, kind of getting onto the culture thing, is that our cultures are just very different, because America's had the one revolution, we had the one civil war, whereas Europe has had, historically, had them up until the 40s, 50s, even. I mean, you've still got separatist movements in Ukraine, which is entirely, you know, not necessarily a good point to make, but the point is that, you know, Europe's got a ton of problems, so to laugh at us and point at us over something like healthcare, it's like, all right, all right, okay, you got us. What about all of your problems that are just being brushed by the wayside? I mean, Germany is, um, last time I looked, so this could be wrong, but close to being in a recession. Spain has been in a terrible recession for years now. France is apparently heading towards, I think they're either in or heading towards another recession. A lot of Europe is going broke. Um, you know, it's... All I'm saying is, like, if you're going to talk trash about somebody from another country based on them being from that country just is completely stupid. It's ignorant in the purest form of the word of you can't face your own nation's or region's dogma and you can't or maybe they, they have, and they just don't talk about it, which I guess would kind of be not acknowledging their dogma of their past also. You know, so I'm not saying America's great or terrible. Uh, I'm not saying Europe is great or terrible. I'm saying every, everywhere's got problems. So to point out one, one country for having something, it's completely asinine. It's completely asinine. I mean, especially for Australians to say things. For Australians to say things, it's really rich too. Not to not to forget about them. I think I hit just about everywhere with that. Um, with that one, but yeah. So long story short, I guess um, you know, if you're uh, if you're European, worry about Europe before you worry about us, right? I know America has uh, is a player in the the global scheme of things, but uh, yeah, yeah. Don't ignore your problems and make fun of ours. It's stupid. Shows how stupid people are just in general. You get it all over. And this, and you know, this is one of those things where if the shoe fits, like obviously not everybody from different places makes fun of, you know, somebody from a place based on, you know, the location that they were born. Um, I mean, it does happen, but not everybody does. So, yeah. Oh well, you find the same shit everywhere you go, more or less. That that'll be about that. So going from people making fun of us to reasons why other people make fun of us.
um, fireside chats. Um, so it's been a while since I've taken, what is it, American history. Um, but from what I remember, um, they were started by President FDR, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, um, back in the 30s, I want to say, um, yeah, yeah, I want to say it was the 30s that that took place, and, and I think he did him his entire presidency, so what's that, he died in 44, so he probably did him up until 1944, and what they were, were, um, uh, the president going on radio so he could address, you know, the, the country, um, on things that were going on, more or less. So, uh, obviously, he talked about, um, World War II, the Depression, um, you know, all, all sorts of things. Um, just kind of, you know, the president, I guess, taking in, um, Um, what is it, taking, seemingly, to take a seem, to, to seemingly take an interest in the, the nation individually, as individuals, um, rather than as America, he would see it as like, you know, Brett, or John, or, you know, whatever, um, but yeah, so, anyways, um, and again, I, I could be totally wrong with with that, but I just it's like I said, it's been a while. But I I do remember he did like he did a, um, announcements on there, um, talking about the depression, um, things that he was doing to fix the depression, um, trying to give hope. I I think is what it was, um, to a country, um. You know, the, like I said, war, World War II, um, you know, announcements of, of all sorts of things. Um, I want to say he even declared war in a fireside chat, uh, on the Axis powers. Um... Yeah, so, but anyway, that's a little, little, little history of them. Um, so it's kind of like uh, addressing the nation, kind of that kind of thing, like how people still do it today. Um, so, you know, I feel, in, in my opinion, there's supposed to be more of a hopeful thing. Um, giving, giving hope and faith, um, sharing news, I guess, kind of, well, no, to share news and to do things like that also, um, but so, yeah, so Trump, President Trump, Trump, whatever you want to call him, I don't care, the orange man, um, wants to do a, <laughs> a, um, a fireside chat, 
style reading of uh, his phone call with um, with Ukraine. Um, <laughs> that does the complete opposite of what the fireside chats were, were in my opinion, again, um, meant for. And it's literally, like I just said, other people need to, you know, take care of their own trash before they start taking care of others, I suppose. Um, but, you know, it's really hard to hold people accountable to talk, to make fun of Americans when, when we have, when we freely elected a person who wants to read himself breaking the law in a fireside chat. Then it's just... There is there are no bounds to this man's just like complete um, idiocy. He it's just it's amazing. It's amazing. How just how bad he makes us look. Um, so yeah, yeah, um, so, you know, going from consoling and addressing the country to admitting to breaking the law, that's, that's where we've, that's where we've gone, that's where we've gotten to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, kick somebody while they're down kind of thing, but it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. This is where we are. <laughs> but the fact still remains, this is where we are. So, you know, enough of you know, it's that whole, like, realization thing, um, <laughs> of like, oh my god, this is actually where we are. It, it's so sad. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, uh, again, I'm at a loss for words. It's just, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So, you know, the man wants to <laughs> give hope and faith to, to people. Maybe in, in its own way, admitting to breaking the law on live TV again, because he's already done it. Um, maybe that's giving us hope somehow that things will change. Um, Telling us, I don't know, all sorts of crazy, crazy things. Um, so, you know, and then, and then, you know, this is coming from the man that, 
bashed, uh, uh, I forget the dude's name, that army officer who, who came out and was talking and said that Trump acted inappropriately. Um, then he wants to say, like, negative things about him, that the news is saying negative things about him. It's, um, saying that he's a, a Ukrainian spy or something like that, or Russian sympathizer, and it's, 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 uh, it's terrible, it's horrible. That's a man who's literally bled for this country, which is more than fucking Donnie dipshit's ever done. Like, uh, General Mattis said the other day, you know, he earned his bone spurs on the battlefield. Um, Trump's dad bought his, essentially. Um, it's... It's just so sad. So sad and pathetic. And, and you know what else, kind of, to, to take it from there, the, the military, if people in the military still support him, um, it really confuses me, because this is, again, somebody who, who frauded his way out of, of getting drafted. And, you know, I can't blame somebody for not wanting to go to war. I will be the last person to blame somebody to not want to go to war. But then to say he, you know, he's all patriotic and loves this country and he'll do, you know, he wants to say anything and then he talks to the troops and then, you know, if somebody comes out, if one of the military people come out against him, then he bashes him. John McCain, for instance, you know, I don't, I don't really give a shit what he has or has not done because I know that that man served and fought in war, and I know that that man went to, you know, the POW camp. He was in, in a POW camp in Vietnam for, I don't even honestly know how long. And if you want to talk shit about that guy, calling him unpatriotic or anything like that, or, or Captain Khan's family, and again, another man who literally fucking died for this country, Like you have no, you have no place here. You have no place. Um, in my opinion, you have no place uh, uh, in in a position of power for the military. You have no, you 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 do not deserve to lead, or be the you know the, the uh, because the president is you know the the top ranking guy. Um. who's openly, openly breaking the law. And people in the military need to remember that it's not the man that they serve, it's the country. They swore an oath to the Constitution not to, not to a president. Um, so to kind of get back on track, you know, it's, it's just, completely ridiculous to me that uh, people in the military still support him uh, almost equally as as um, 
asinine to me is um, this fireside chat. <laughs> this fireside chat of, of of breaking the law was to read it. I just, again, I know this rant's not really going anywhere, but it's it's really hard to just grasp, I guess, the stupidity, the absolute stupidity of this person who's literally, there's literally impeachment proceedings. There, there are investigations and he wants to go on national television and read the phone call that is part of the catalyst to this whole thing. It's, oh my God, it's just mind-blowing. It's just absolutely mind-blowing. But, <laughs> oh well, you know, it is what it is. It's who we got. It's who we democratically elected. So we just kind of got to roll with the punches. And we got to, you know, when people talk shit, kind of got to just take it at this point, even though, like I said, other people got their messes to clean up. Oh, man. Oh, well. All right. Let's talk about something fun now. So drones delivering food. I don't even know all the laws regulating drones. I know you can't fly them to your airports and stuff like that. Uh, I know they got cameras on them and with everybody, you know, data mining, taking everybody's um, information and selling their information and all that. Um, and the fact that drones just have cameras on them and people now want to want to have them deliver their food like I'm um, I'd be a hypocrite to say that I've never used Uber Eats when I'm feeling you know lazy on a Sunday um but to have these fucking things just flying around dropping off pizzas and burgers to people like <laughs> I mean I guess it employs people maybe maybe yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I can't even find it. I guess I don't. I don't know if I can find a silver lining to this one. I'm not sure yet. Um, helps the drone industry. Um, <laughs> it's it's. I don't know. <laughs> Seems so stupid. You know, if you want food, you can literally just have it delivered. And then again, with the whole drone industry deal, I guess you know we've got an industry of people who deliver food already. It employs people. Why are we changing things that work? Like, like, would it take any longer? Would it not? Maybe? I don't know. Um, it just seems so wild that, that we're gonna have drones delivering, uh, um, food. Why? 
why are we doing that? And, and like I said, I guess my worry would be because, you know, people listen into every goddamn thing that everybody says now. You can't Google something without having 20 million ads showing up and you can't even talk on the phone. You can't even talk on the phone without your conversation leading to ads or sending a text or, or anything like that before you get great deals on Amazon. Not that you should use Amazon. Jeff Bezos is a turd, terrible person. Not somebody that we should, not somebody that we should help. He's got more money than the Catholic Church. Um, the only reason that that matters is because I think he's a piece of shit. Like, I don't think, you know, there's nothing wrong with wealth and creating business and all that. But, you know, if you're going to. going to do all that, at least be like, you know, Bill Gates, who's doing a lot of good stuff. Um, anyways, 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 drones. So, so, you know, we got, we got, you know, you got Uber Eats, you got, uh, Grubhub, you got, um, what else, who else do you got? You got, um, <sighs> I know there's more, um, which again, it, it, you know, these whole delivering things are giving people jobs. People are earning money by just delivering food for, you know, lazy people. Again, myself included. I'm not excluding myself in that. I just think it's completely fucking stupid. And so, and I guess the whole thing comes comes back to is who's delivering them? Is it just a drone has a program that will, that you punch in the, the address of the restaurant and then you punch in the address of the recipient and then the drone just flies it there, um, which I guess could be a thing. Um, are there people monitoring, monitoring um, the drones? Uh, what's the, you know, are they going to get in the way of other things, oh, you know, something that I've never personally looked into and would be curious to, to kind of research would be, um, uh, what that amount of drones, cause say in a city like Chicago, New York, Seattle, LA, San Francisco, what's that going to do to the birds with all those drones flying around? Um, would that alter anything? Does it have any, you know, effect on them? I don't know, but I would be curious. Um, and the only way that we're going to know is if we do it and find out that it does in fact affect, um, animals, um, insects maybe, um, um, birds, um, You know, all sorts of, all sorts of deals. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I'm, I'm really curious about right there. But just, it's like taking, 
And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with laziness. Laziness breeds innovation. Laziness creates all sorts, all sorts of, of advances. Um, a lot of mathematics is just basically just, you know, lazy people. People who want to make things simpler. Um, not saying mathematicians are lazy. They're absolutely not lazy. And they think on a whole different level. They are incredible people. Um, I guess my point is, is that, you know, mathematicians do tend to be... lazier in the sense that they, again, want to derive something in the simplest form. Um, so, you know, that, uh, that's where I would, that's where I would go with that. Otherwise, I just think it's completely ridiculous. I mean, like I said, we've already got a system in place for lazy people who, that, that then employ other lazy people. Um, or not necessarily employs lazy people, but they employ people to then deliver food for people. To or to people. So, you know, it's creating, it's creating money. It's creating jobs. It's creating a lot of good. And I just, I don't know, I just think it's, I just think it's real silly, real silly to do all that. Um, then again, what the, what the hell do I know? I'm just some random, random dude ranting about things. Um, yeah, it's about that, but, you know, oh well, whatever, it is what it is. You know, I'll be the first person to admit that when the drones take uh, take all the delivering jobs because they're cheaper to to employ, um, I will absolutely use one. I will absolutely use one. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh well, it is what it is. So I think that just about wraps wraps this up, I think. Um, unless anybody has anything they would like to add. Um, yeah, no, that should about wrap up this week's of Rants of the Week. Um, let's see, we got to talk about our president being stupid and making us look stupid and then other people calling us stupid. Um, but they have their own stupid problems. Um... Yeah, we got to talk a little bit about drones delivering food. Uh, kind of went down a little rabbit hole with that one that was, you know. I thought it was interesting. Um, then you've got, uh, oh, that would be about it, wouldn't it? So that's, that's what we covered this week. And you know, a little bonus, a little bonus, uh, bonus rant for, for anyone. Um, this week's UFC card 
was on Saturday was absolutely amazing until the Diaz and uh, Masvidal fight. And I'm not saying Masvidal didn't win. I'm not saying that he wouldn't have won. I am saying that it shouldn't have been stopped. Nate Diaz is a tough, tough, tough guy. Nate Diaz also absolutely could have won that fight still. I'm not saying that he was going to win it. I'm just saying that that piece of shit should not have stopped it just because he was bleeding a little bit. And yeah, it might have been a little more than a little bit, but if you've ever watched uh, Nate Diaz, a Nate Diaz fight, then you know that the dude just gets kind of, you know, the wind blows and he starts bleeding out of that... <laughs> out of that face, you know, he's been hit so many times that, you know, got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of skin that busts open pretty easily, so, yeah, I think, again, not even trying to fanboy Nate Diaz here, but he got robbed of an opportunity to win the fight, and then that was horse pucky, um, really wish that they let him go. I really wish that they do round two because honestly, I think Diaz wins that one. Um, again, not trying to take anything away from from Jorge Masvidal. Dude's an absolute unit, and both of them would beat my ass no problem. Um, and I, I am a Masvidal fan. I love him. I think, like I said, he was definitely winning the fight. So I'm not even trying to say anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, Diaz is. A, Tough, tough dude. I, I, they both are, you know. Again, not to take anything away from, from, from Jorge Masvidal, but you know they both are some tough, tough guys. And I think you know everybody just wants to uh, see a good fight. They got a, they got a pretty decent fight though. Um, Masvidal won all, all three rounds for sure. So again, not trying to like fanboy. Fanboy uh, Nate Diaz here, but and then Canelo, Jesus Christ, that dude cannot be stopped. Um, I will stop talking about fighting now, though. I don't, I don't know if anybody even watches it like that anymore. Um, I don't see too many people walking around with their affliction shirts anymore. Thank God. Um, but yeah, no, Diaz got robbed. 100% Diaz got robbed. Oh, well. Well, all right. I think that'll be about that. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, look forward to talking and ranting and complaining, bitching and moaning. Something that I do with or without an audience. So, hope everyone has a wonderful week. And I look forward to, to next weekend. Until then, stay groovy.